We want people to have voice. We want people to feel like they belong. We want people to understand and feel and know without a doubt that this is the best school district in Delaware. Dr. David Carter is so much more than a middle school principal. He's also an adjunct college professor, a motivational speaker, a member of numerous committees and executive boards, a radio analyst for high school and college football, and, most importantly, a caring mentor to hundreds of students. Dr. Carter is also a district graduate and a 2014 inductee into the Sussex Central High School Hall of Fame. This year, after serving four years as an assistant principal at Indian River High School, he's moved into a new position as the principal of Georgetown Middle School. Throughout his time in the Indian River School District, he's forged a strong bond with his students and has never hesitated to sing their praises on his school's social media pages. Recently, Dr. Carter was kind enough to sit down with us to discuss his new position and his career in education and beyond. This is the IRSD Spotlight. I'm here now with uh, Dr. David Carter, the new principal of Georgetown Middle School. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, David. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you've been in that position. Uh, I've been in there for a couple of months there at Georgetown Middle. How's it uh, How's it going so far? It's going really well. There are a lot of amazing staff here. There are very, very, very wonderful students. Uh, the community has, has been great in receiving my, my entire team. So, it's it's been going really well. Um, I want to. You got some exciting news, and I want to ask you about it because this just happened last week. One of your guidance secretaries, Michelle Gates, was named the uh, the Indian River School District's Educational Support Professional of the Year uh, at a nice ceremony over at Seed and Sapling last week. So I know you guys had to be really excited about that honor. Oh, very excited, very excited. Not surprised though, because <laughs> you know, in the short time that I've been here, I feel like Michelle has been just amazing like I don't even know if you could put in words the just the capacity and the ability and the support that that she shows to everybody on a daily basis you know perfect example I remember within the first week of getting here there was an event downtown and we talked about it and then three hours later the entire secretarial staff was ready she had put together a table worth of stuff that looked like she had been prepping for a year and, uh, you know, we showed up in full support. So I had to go out and get some matching shirts for everybody because I was like, <laughs> man, like this, this is a family, a family vibe. And, and you know, she is awesome. And so it's, it's always good when you treat the people like they need to be treated. But it's, it's great when others on the outside looking in, you know, pay pay some respect and homage to her. And so she's a rock star. I think if you ask, if you ask anybody in this building or anybody that knows her, they'll say, man, Michelle Gates. Yeah. Bar none. She seemed genuinely surprised by the honor. Did you get that impression too? Yeah. Yeah, she did. And like, she, she's very humble, you know, she'll come in and, and do something in an hour that probably would have taken a lot of people a week. And she'll be like, yeah, no problem. And you're just like, man, uh, Okay. Well, I know that was that that was a really terrific honor, not only for her, but uh, but for your school as well. So uh, and there's a uh, 
just so our listeners know, there's some great photos from the evening up on the district Facebook page if you want to check them out. Uh, some not only of Michelle, but with the whole admin team up there. Really pleasant evening. Yeah, and we put them on our, our social media page, our Instagram and our Facebook page as well. So, and, uh, you know, we have her banner hanging up in the building and, you know, put her on our, our weekly newsletter. So, you know, we want to we want to give credit where credit is due. Well, I want to talk about uh, your previous assignment just for a minute, because you came to us in uh, 2019 and you were uh, an assistant principal at Indian River High School for uh, several years before you moved up to Georgetown, uh, Georgetown Middle. Can you talk a little bit about just your time there? Because you really you really did seem to enjoy it. And uh, it just seemed like a good, uh, you know, a good time there. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, there there are times where people will say, if you love what you do, it doesn't feel like you're working a day in your life, right? And and there were a lot of things that that had to be done, but I think with the with the right team and the right staff, it it makes a heavy lift light. And so, you know, I have told Mike Williams, the principal at Indian River, to his face, and I and I and I was sung his praises as well, you know, behind his back, that he he really made those four years wonderful for me. And and to to work with somebody that you felt like you could truly trust and that that would allow you to have some creative freedom and you know was was great with with the level of excitement and hype that I that I I bring where I go because I believe that's huge you know I think we work really well as a team together you know I feel like um the the staff were really warm and and receiving the community and and the students and um you know I kind of base my my whole belief as a as a, a school leader on the fact that for us to be the ones that that impact the culture, you know, like if you look at any research, it talks about the building principal and administrators of being the ones that that are the pulse of the building that, you know, when their things are going great, when things aren't going so well, when there needs to be some changes, some shifts on and so forth, and just like the norms and groups of norms and, and all of those things that go on at all time in the culture, you, you hear about the leadership. And so, you know, I think it, it's always important to to show up and, and to be present and, you know, believe that all students can and will learn and believe that the teachers are the ones that 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 can do that job and to try to support them as much as we possibly can. And so when you have a lift such as that, there's no way in the world you can walk through the door and not be excited. You can't come in and you can't be, you know, gloom and doom. It's important. And that's just something that's that's truly ingrained in me. And and I truly was excited every day I stepped into Indian River High School because it was a great team with Mike and Matt and with Will when Will was there. And so, you know, I, I'll forever remember those four years. One of the things that struck me almost every time I was at Indian River was the rapport that you that you had with the with the students up there. And what was the key to that? So the the key is is caring and accountability. And and it is a mixture because some people can care too much and, and then not hold kids accountable. Or some kids, some people can come off as too strict and few kids are like, oh, that that person doesn't care about me. And so, you know, one of the things that I, I will always say is students don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so, you know, I've I've worn the hat of the person that deals with the discipline. And so, you know, I'll have a student in my office and and you're going to get the consequences based upon what you did, but we're also going to have a conversation about how we can move forward so that that doesn't continue to continue to happen, right? And and when I see you, the next time I see you, I'm not holding anything against you because I I, I truly care about you. And you know, I don't I don't know if if people traditionally tell a person, "Hey, I I care about you." You know, this is the best school in Delaware because 
you are the best students in Delaware. And, and even if we're having bad days, it's okay, come talk to us, right? And so I think um, making sure that students knew that I was accessible as, as one of the people in the building that was one of the leaders in the building meant a lot. They knew that if you if you made a mistake and did something you shouldn't have done, like we were going, there were going to be consequences. But they also knew that if you had a game or an event or a concert or something like that, like I was going to show up and, and I was going to yell loud for you and, and that I, I truly wanted to see you succeed in the classroom, but beyond the classroom as well. And I think even for us as adults, if you feel like you have somebody in your corner like that, then you will have some some respect and some love for them. You know, I, I still hear from some of my students that have graduated. You know, I had a student just the other day. She was like, hey, I'm home from college. I had a gift for you that I didn't get to give you. Can I give it to you? And she um, came in, brought a picture in and, and a card. And it was it's just humbling because, you know, you, you hope that people understand how much you really care and, and how you want to see them succeed. Hearing from graduates like that, does that sort of make it all worthwhile from your perspective? It, it does. It does. Because, you know, sometimes in education, it it can be a thankless job, you know, just because sometimes you, you might deal, feel like you're dealing with just paperwork or, or you have a day where you're dealing with all referrals. But, you know, for those kids to say, like, hey, I wanted to I wanted to give you this card or for kids to say, hey, you weren't here yesterday. Like if I was <laughs> if I wasn't in the building, like the kids would know because like, I didn't hear you on announcements or, or Dr. Carter, I didn't see you in the hallway. And so to know that that was something they looked forward to, knowing that I was going to say, well, here's the expectation. You know, how are your grades? You know, you can't say that. Here's what you need to do. Like, I was always I was never going to not correct a student if they were doing something that they shouldn't have been doing. But I also would make reminders and I would give them like, here are, here are tools that you can use. Here's somebody you may want to talk to. You can come talk to me if you need to talk to me, because we know that there are so many other factors that impact a student's day beyond just being in the classroom. One of the first things that you did when you became principal at Georgetown Middle was you contacted me and said, we got to set up an Instagram account for the school. We got to, you know, we got to get going on that. When you were, you did the same thing at Indian River High School. I remember uh, you were sort of in charge of the Instagram account and uh, you posted a million photos of prom and homecoming and, and all those types of events. So you're obviously big on social media for your school. Why is that? You have to meet people where they are to take them where you need them to be. We have kids walking around. It's 2023. Kids, parents, grandparents, people have phones. What are the chances of them listening to a robocall or going to find a website versus something popping up on their feed for, for Instagram or Facebook? And people like to see what's going on. They want to know. Like We talk a lot about being transparent. And, and people wanting to know what's going on in the school. What here's what's going on. And, and these smiling faces is because kids want to be here. And, you know, these teachers are teaching these lessons. And yes, we're showing up the games. And if you didn't make it to last week's game, then make sure you get to this game. And we know that there's there's beauty and, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And so, you know, you have all these pictures out there. It is making it crystal clear that we are doing important work and, and that we care about our kids and it's not just people talking and we're, we're doing. And so I think it's important to kind of open that up so that people can see it. And, and you'll see like your videos will get shared and it won't be a student that's sharing. It might be a parent, might be a grandparent, it might be. But now there are 
family members and friends that weren't in the district that may have wanted to come to that soccer game and may want to see how such and such is doing. And, and now they can see that. Or they may wonder like, hey, are the kids even having fun in school? And then you see these pictures of kids in the cafeteria excited and smiling, pictures of kids in the classroom, like on task, working in pairs, doing those types of things. Kids are excited because also for them, it's an opportunity. Like, man, I'm on social media. Like, I'm a, I'm a big deal, you know, and, and the teachers are, are, are into it. So I, I think that in order for us to truly meet people where they are, we, we have to make ourselves accessible. We have to go where they need to be. We have to also help them to, to understand that even if we don't get it all the time or understand it completely, we're trying. Right. And so um, I think that those things are huge. And I think what what's interesting, too, is that and this was true in Indian River, and I know it's it's true at Georgetown Middle, too. It's like a lot of those photos and videos highlight the students, you know, where, whether it be at the prom or walking down the hallway or, or things like that. And I know that's got to be it, like you said, it's extremely important. And I think I think it really makes the kids feel good. Do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, I do. I do. Because you'd be surprised at how many kids will say, hey, Dr. Carter, man. You couldn't have got a better picture of me, and then, <laughs> and then I'll go and change it. And then they'll see me next time. All right, that's solid. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Or a kid is like, hey, can I be in a picture too? Like, like I want to see, you know. And so I think that that's huge because think about the things, the core memories that we make in life. They're the things that were near and dear to us, where we laughed, or, or there was a connection to something awesome. And now all of a sudden, they're excited, like their mother or their father, or aunt or uncle or cousin or or, or friend says, hey. I just saw you on that video. And they're like, man, I, man, I'm on the video. And so like, I think that those things allow us to have a more deep conversation. You know, kids says to me, hey, Dr. Carter, man, I saw that video. I appreciate it. That's great. Hey, man, talk to me about your grades. Like, talk to me about class. How's class going? And so it opens that door for us to be able to take those next steps, which it all goes back to, you know, before you can expect rigor and relevance. You have to establish relationships. I want to get into your background a little bit because uh, your your resume is very interesting. One of the things that I did notice was keynote speaker, motivational speaker, uh, speaker at this event. Um, and that that's what you have done quite a bit of, including in this district, which I'll get to in a minute. But how did that all come about? I mean, uh, it, it's like, how did all that start? Because you've you've had a lot of speaking engagements in your in your career in education. Honestly, I guess being being <laughs> being a prayerful man and, and I've always tried to, to use wisdom. I've always tried to, you know, tell other people because it, it's true to me that you 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 grow through what you go through. And I feel that maybe there have been instances where I've I've conversed with somebody or I've said something that was resounding or endearing or or something that maybe somebody applied and said, you know what? Like, oh, that that does work. More people need to hear about this. And so you know, there were there were instances where because I teach at Dell State as well. And so there were instances where I'm not teaching like students fresh out of fresh out of out of high school. Like I'm teaching doctorate level courses. So I'm teaching leaders of other districts and buildings. And so I'm in the, I'm teaching these classes and they're like, man, like I, I haven't had this experience before. I've got something coming up that I think will be great for you. Or they may have seen me get called into somewhere else. Like when I was in other districts, it was not uncommon that the elementary principals, after they came to one of our football games or one of our pep rallies, and they saw like the, the influence and the impact that that I had would say, hey, we have testing coming up. Would you mind coming in and talking to our kids? I'm, sure, of course. And so, you know, I got a text message probably two weeks ago. 
uh, from a from a friend in a district where I haven't been in probably over eight years, and they're still using a recording of my voice for their their motivational minute or something like that. And it was just like a, a chant that I recorded and gave to them. And and to 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 see that it's just like okay, well somebody realize I'm not just talking to be talking. Like I feel that ultimately. You know, we want our students to be successful. We want our, our teachers to be successful. We want our leaders to be successful because education is one of the most important professions in the world. Like everything else comes through it, you know. And so I think that people have have heard that message resounding from me and and have seen that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm again, like I'm a, I'm a prayerful person. I'm, I'm a Christian and, and I'm, I'm honest and I'm fair and I'm consistent. And so I, I think that in and being those things, it is it has opened the door for me to be able to deliver messages about what are some of the things that we can do to help others. Back in uh, twenty August of twenty twenty two, you were the motivational speaker at the uh, back to school pep rally, sort of for our uh, all of our school teachers, um, and you you did the presentation two or three times to all of our teachers once at Indian River and I think a couple times at, at Sussex Central. And it was just to get the teachers, it was every teacher in the district too, just to get them fired up for the new school year. What was that experience like? It was a humbling experience, you know, and and Jay, Jay Owens will tell you, he, he said, you know, David, I didn't give you much prep time. I think he he called me maybe a week before or, or a few days before. And what had happened, I had previously did a TED talk on, on building relationships to, to bridge the equity gap. And, you know, I shared it with with him and Karen and and some of the other leaders. And I guess like and Celeste and and after viewing it, I guess they felt that, you know, it it had a lot of great points in it and it was delivered in such a way that it was digestible. Right. Because a message can be lost if not delivered in in the right way. And so from that, I, I made I made my message or refined it so that. It could be received by our district, and I mean, it was it was a surreal moment. It was a it was a great moment, you know, just walking in my walking in my calling of of being able to help others and uplift others. And you know, there are some people that that still reach out. Just this weekend, I was at an event, and a gentleman was looking at me, and he was looking at me, and he finally came over to me. He said, "You're at Georgetown Middle School, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, I'm at the high school, Sussex Central High School." I said, oh, "Okay." He said, "You're the one who delivered." that that presentation last year and it, and it was really good and so again i'm just thankful to be able to have that have that opportunity and to put it in perspective it was in a high school gym full of hundreds of people when you did that and it was it was it was powerful me you know having witnessed it personally it, it was it was a pretty powerful moment so i appreciate that, that. But there's another one that that I find really interesting that was on a much smaller scale but no less impactful last april you gave a program at Long Neck Elementary School to elementary mm-hmm. school students about cyberbullying. Now, tell us about that, because I thought that was a very, very, one, it's an interesting topic and a worthwhile topic to to speak to younger kids. Now, how did that come about? So I got an email from Steve Lavellet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he was the assistant know, principal at Long Neck. <laughs> yes. And um, he reached out to me and he just was like, you know, I've heard you speak. A couple of times and and i just feel like you you have the ability to do it really well and here's an opportunity like I, i've spoken to quite a few elementaries but um i think anytime you can you can go down to where things are beginning and and have that conversation 
before they get to the middle school level and the high school level, I think it's huge. And I think he knew that Dr. Carter is dealing with these types of things all the time at a larger scale um, with kids who have more access to, to social media. And so I went down and I believe it was their local chamber of commerce that had put on the event and every one of the students received one of the books. And so, you know, in in looking and reading the book, I looked at, you know, some of the the key concepts and ideas. And what I what I like to do is to put it in terms in which students can understand. And so, you know, we talked about the importance of what we put out there in the world, what we say and our actions and that, you know, we're superheroes and that we can choose kindness as being our superpower and that it's absolutely free. And so I, I want to say it was well received. You know, I, I heard from him later and, and and some of the teachers as well who said that they really enjoyed it and, and the students were clapping and, you know, were excited and they all were giving me high fives as they walked out after they got their book. So it, it's always great to be able to to go and, and talk to people because ultimately the message is kindness, right? Like if we choose kindness, then we're not going to go and post something that is mean or ugly. We're not going to cyber bully. We're not going to, you know, bully in real life. And so that was, that gave me an opportunity to have that conversation with those students. And so when I've done that on other levels at elementaries, I see those kids when they've grown up and I might not realize who they are. They say, Hey, I remember when you came in and you talked about this, this, and this, and I may never see one of those students from Long Neck Elementary just because of where they their feeder program is. But the hope is that they will have taken something from that and will choose kindness as their superpower and will uplift others. How much did what you experienced and witnessed at Indian River High School as an assistant principal and the you know, the experiences that those kids had on social media kind of feed into your message for the elementary kids? So I think it I think it was very relatable and relevant because we know for sure people are always going to grow up. And we know that um, every year we would have an assembly with each grade level talking about the uses and the things they should stay away from in regard to to social media and, and technology. And every year you would have some instances where the things that you told them not to do happened and they would be shocked and surprised like they didn't know that, hey, it could, it could happen like this. So it was, a, it was a great correlation because when students get to high school, it's the last four years before they go out into the real world. And when they're in elementary, they're still at that that early side of the matriculation process. And so they they are they're sponges that have more space to absorb some things. So so I hope that what it is that they they take in are some of those very clear reminders that, you know, our actions have consequences. And so it's important for us to make sure that what we're doing is not something that we're going to have to later look back and say, oh, my gosh, I wish I hadn't have done that. So I think it was a great connection. Now, you're also a member of the uh, Indy River School District uh, Equity Steering Committee. Now, yes. can you sort of just tell us what the committee is about for people who might not know? So the committee is trying to make sure that we we get the voice of the community, the voice of the students and the staff to make sure that everybody feels like they truly have a seat at the table to experience education, whether it be as a student, as a as a, a parent, a guardian or a community member or as a professional, that they have an opportunity to truly experience the, the greatness of being able to be in a community and a district that 
cares about you as a person and recognizes that we're different and we're beautiful and we need to understand what people's differences are. We need to understand the struggles that people have gone through and still go through and how we can best support them. We want people to have voice. We want people to feel like they belong. We want people to understand and feel and know without a doubt that this is the best school district in Delaware. And like when you start putting out things like the best, well, it's like, well, well what are the actions behind that? Well, we're continuing to, to, to try to make sure we formulate that in such a way that we can say, well, because we do have this in place and because we do allow for this to happen and because we do listen and because we have changed this. And so, you know, it doesn't mean that there won't be set, setbacks, it won't be hiccups, but it won't be because we're not trying to, to make sure that every single person, you know, has a voice, right? And one of the things I say whenever I'm in a building is that everybody will have a say, their say, but achievement will have its way, right? And so like, we always want to do what's best for our kids, but we want people to know that we care about each and every student, regardless of where they come from. We care about our staff. We care about our community members. And we want people to know that regardless of what your experience may have been prior, if it was a bad one, we're working to make it better and reach out to us, talk to us. And I know that committee is doing some very important work here in our district. Um, for those of our listeners who don't know, Dr. Carter is a, uh, a graduate of Sussex Central High School, 1997. So you're a product of the Indian River School District. But they also might not know that you were inducted into the Sussex Central High School Hall of Fame in 2014. What did that honor mean to you? Because I was there that day taking pictures the day that you got inducted. And uh, Really? I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really big deal. What did that honor mean to you? It, it was a huge honor. When I got the call, like I was I was surprised, you know, because I, I feel like everything I've, I've done in my life has been to, to help others, to uplift others, to, to help others to grow. And it was never for like, look at me or or that type of thing. And so to get called and say, hey, we want to induct you for the work that you were doing. And at the time I was I was the principal at, at Milford High School. And so this 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 isn't my first role as being a principal. I was a principal at Milford High School and, you know, that local paper did a write-up and, you know, so I, I just, I was very honored, blessed, thankful because, you know, there are a lot of people out there that that are worthy of that. And I guess just in the work that I've been doing as a, as, you know, I left, went off to college and, and became a teacher, became a coach, became an administrator. And all of that was to give back to give back to the community, to give back to, to students, to give back to, to parents, just to make sure that, you know, every student that came through our door had had a seat at the table and, and was told that you can and you will do big things. And here's how. So I, I was I was very thankful to, to have received that honor. Well, after your coaching career, there was one thing that jumped out at me. You were a high school and college radio analyst. Or I believe yeah. it was, was that for football that you did that? Oh, I still do it. Yeah. Oh, I, well, tell us about that because I think, so, that, I think that's really interesting. Are you the color guy or what is that? So um, Anthony Joseph, I don't know if you know Anthony yeah, Joseph yeah. or not, but he does he does Friday night under the lights. And so back in 1996, 97, when I was playing here, I think Anthony may have been a reporter and, um, you know, he just remembered me. And so as I have matriculated through my my career, Anthony reached out to me, I want to say, probably when I was still in Milford, because he was doing a Milford game. And he was like, you know, I love to get in the radio up in the booth if I could. And then it went from that to him saying, would you ever be interested in calling a game? 
And I was like, well, I love football and uh, I'm not coaching anymore. I can't really I can't really coach because administrators just don't have time to. And it, and that's how it started. And, you know, that took me to some different high school games, some high school championships called games at uh, Dell State. Uh, like I've called games probably every year. This year I've called I called the uh, Sussex Central versus DMA game. And then I'm actually calling the game this Friday on the radio, Sussex Central versus Kate. And so, you know, sometimes it's a little conflicting because like I'm I, like I was at IR and I'm calling Sussex Central games. I'm like, Anthony, I can only do it if, if there's an away game because I'm always going to go and support the boys and some away games I will go to as well. But and, and I think it's just I guess I can be pretty colorful in my in my commentary. Like some some people have, and you never know who's listening. But I, I've had some people say like, um, "Man, I didn't know you could call a good game," and, and so because you just don't know, right? But um, this gives me that that opportunity to be close to the game. Um, gives me an opportunity to come back and you know sing sing Coach Wells' praises because you know I was his first captain. To see him still coaching and and still doing what he's done, which has helped him to be so successful over the years. You know, it's always good fun in the booth with Anthony. So that that's that's how that kind of has been going on. You know, who knows? Maybe if ESPN hears this, they want to reach out to me. Maybe I'll come be an analyst. Well, I want to I want to get back to uh, Georgetown Middle School for a minute. And I want to give you a chance to give a shout out because you have two new uh, assistant principals on your admin team this year. Uh, can you talk to talk a little bit about them? Oh, without a doubt. So uh, my two assistant principals, uh, Caitlin Fineris and Amanda Hendrickson Davis, who goes by Miss HD, because it's just easier when it comes <laughs> out that way. But they they are awesome. They they hit the ground running. And this team, you know, it's kind of like Avengers Assemble. Like it kind of came together very quickly in a, in a short turnaround. And when I came, Caitlin was here, but she had just started. So she had been here for for probably about a month. And then I came in and then uh, Miss Miss HD started her first day in the building was, I want to say, the first day that that sixth graders came in. But, you know, she came to a couple of events just because she wanted to be here. She just came to a couple of events prior to that and ended. She actually ended her not because I asked her to. So let, let that be on the record. But she ended her her maternity leave early so that she could. She could come and, and start and be a part of the team. And, uh, you know, because I said to her, look, I've got kids. I've got, I've got four of them. Take your time. We all know that life is, is bigger than anything. And we have to make sure that that home is taken care of. But when I tell you they hit the ground running, they hit the ground running. And we sit down and we communicate and we converse. And, you know, we've got a group text going. And, you know, for both of them, this is their their first opportunity as administrators as well. And so, you know, it, it's great because we get to sit down and really just talk about some things for the for the first time. And so this is year 15 for me. And one of the things that I learned as administrator, as an administrator, is that you don't know what you don't know. If someone hasn't laid out, hey, you need to think about this, you need to consider this, you need to, then then you really don't know it. And so um we've had the beautiful opportunity to come together under, you know, pressure bus pipes, but it also makes diamonds. And so, you know, we, we, we had an opportunity to come together and, and shine in a short time. We, we can accredit that to our secretaries. You know, we have Michelle Gates, we have Melisandre Barrera, we have Eunice Velasquez, we have Julie Abbott, we have Lori Cash. 
they have been, you know, the the eyes, the ears, the hands, like they have been making things happen behind the scenes. And I believe in giving credit where credit is due. We have Dylan Clawson and his team, as far as our custodial team that, you know, are rocking and rolling here. And so, you know, and then I'd be remiss if I did not mention the awesome staff that we have. Like, it's one thing to come in uh, into a building, but to come into a building with a staff that cares about the kids, that wants to do what's best for kids, that will come early, will stay late, will, you know, because my challenge to my staff is you can always bring a problem, but bring a solution, right? Because now we're thinking productively and they always do. Hey, Dr. Carter, here is something we're thinking. Here's how we can work on it. And so I, I think that they have given us a lot of grace knowing that we came together and started a school year in less than a month's time. And um, they've been very, very helpful, very reflective. I can't say enough about, about my team because they are hard workers. They have a great sense of humor and they want to do things really well. And so I'm, I'm very fortunate in that regard. You've got to be excited about the rest of the school year. I know we've just we're only about six weeks in or so, but I know you you're you're you've got to be excited about where you're going and where the school's going. Definitely, definitely excited. And and we are we're gonna do some we're gonna do some big things this year. And and we've spent a lot of time making sure that students know we care and, and students see us at events and, and we're in classrooms and, and teachers know that we care. When you have that as your foundation, sky's the limit. And so I think that, you know, as the year goes, we'll we'll continue to do some big things. And my challenge to our students and our staff is that we're the best middle school in Delaware. And I said, because of their actions, it will put us on the map. And, and not for bragging rights, but just to say, I go to GMS. I'm a golden knight and this is the best school. And, and that is the feeling that we want. And when I was at IR, I said, that's the best high school in Delaware, because I believe that if we want to see change, we have to breathe life into people. We have to hold them accountable. We have to show them that we care. We have to be able to give them the tools and the skills they need, even as students and adults, to be able to thrive and be successful. And so I think Georgetown Middle School, we have a lot of community support. We have some support from, from our district admin. Mike Mike Williams is, is my guy. He's going to be my guy forever, you know, and he's just like, you know, Carter, if you ever need anything, you let me know. And so, it, and then like Brad Brazier and Jason McCready's like people have truly reached out and just said, you know, if, if you need anything, Neil Storm. And like, if I'm forgetting anybody, I apologize. I sound like I'm at the Grammys and say, I just want to give a shout out. But no, like there, there have been a lot of people that have reached out. And, you know, one of the, the, the two biggest people who aren't in the, aren't in my building, like my mother, who, you know, is a is a strong praying woman. And and I I if I didn't say anything about my mother, I'd be wrong for that because, you know, she's been the constant in my life, all of my life. And so, you know, Dave, when you ask me like, hey, how did this happen? How did that happen? Against all odds and with all all the prayer and, and wisdom of my mother and then also my wife Valerie, you know, we've been married since 2017 and and my schedule has uh is busy. My schedule is very busy and she and she knows it and she sees me and she gets it. And we've got three little boys at home and my daughter's in college. And I'm just like, hey, babe, it's going to be a late night. So she'll jokingly sometimes say, well, I guess I'll, it'll be Monday morning. So I guess I'll see you Friday. But, you know, it, it's it's in communication and here's my calendar. And, 
And when I am home, being home, you know, and I think that, that those things are important. Well, Dr. Carter, I know you're excited, obviously, about the school year, and uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out to talk to me today. I know your schedule is pretty busy. So anyway, thank you and uh, good luck for the rest of the school year. Thank you, Dave. Have an amazing week, my man. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and several other podcast platforms and mobile apps. Episodes and bonus content can also be accessed by visiting irsd.net and clicking on the podcast button on the homepage. To search for episodes on Facebook, use the hashtags IRSD Podcast and IRSD Spotlight. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. I'll never forget, I had a coach in college say, his name was John McKenzie, and he said, there'll be a time in your life where you'll have to wake up at five in the morning on the side of your bed and decide whether you're going to get up and go to work to pay your bills or if you're going to hit snooze. And so like these were the types of things that I wanted these young men to understand.